Hey, hello. Yeah. Hello, everybody, and welcome. And welcome. Welcome. Welcome to another episode of the Last Ones In Podcast. I am Dry Archuleta, joined today by Robbie. A and E. Hello. Um, today's episode, we'll be watching Jaws. Um, there's one thing I want to say, uh, and I, I, I don't really care uh, if this pisses off our audience at all. Um, Roe v. Wade was overturned, and um, it's an actual step back in America. Yeah, yeah, I agree with you on that. It is a huge step back, especially considering it's something done against the will of the people with a minority party on a, my, uh, on a majority decision kind of thing. It, it, it's all dumb, and it's a huge step back, and it's one of those things because like, they start, you know, doing that whole dumb thing of like think about the kids and think about the children, blah blah blah, and thinking of nothing when it comes to women's rights or or women's health. I know that this is a movie podcast, and we do occasionally hit on tougher topics when the movie calls for it. Yeah. This week, the movie doesn't call for it, and I wasn't going to manipulate it to call for it, because that just was seemed extremely disingenuous, but it would also be wrong not to mention how completely fucked this is, and it literally takes us back decades of progress, and something that I don't know how quickly we're going to be able to get that back. And how and there's gonna be a lot of fighting and a lot of a lot of pain before we get just back to where we were 48 hours ago. Yeah, it's an awful, awful, horrible situation. It 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 all sucks. It all really, really sucks. It does. I don't want to make that to the the concentration of this because again, we are a movie podcast, but yeah. it's um it's not something that I think we need to let be forgotten and let fall by the wayside for the 24 hour news cycle. I think this is something that is genuinely important and something that needs to be continuously talked about until we can fix it yeah that being said gonna transition back into goofy here um sharks the ocean um i don't like this okay um (laughs) here we go um yeah jaws yeah it is it was a huge moment in cinematic history for the longest time the summer was considered to be a time where you would throw in the movies you don't give a shit about uh, you would throw in whatever garbage or schlock you'd have around there because people weren't going to go to a movie in the summertime. It's nice outside. You're not going to go sit in a hot fucking room because it's also before they were air-conditioned, which is ridiculous to think about, having to sit in a hot fucking room watching a shitty movie. Um, but yeah, people did not like going to the movies in the summer. And Jaws was the movie that changed that. It was about summer. It was about the thing that people like doing in summer, hanging out at the beach. This is... This is to Oceans and the Beach what The Exorcist was to Catholics, I assume. <laughs> <laughs> sure. This is the movie that just gave a, a god fear of the ocean to people? It did. I mean, it I, did. It, it really, really did. I think if you watch this movie young enough, it still has that effect of like, I don't really want to go in the water. <laughs> um, even in pools, I'm like, this water's deep. There's probably a shark here. Like, I know, there's an, in, my, I know in my head there's not, but in my, I, it's back in my head, I'm thinking maybe it's a shark. Could be a shark. Um, but yeah, uh, Jaws. Huge, huge blockbuster thing. Um, we're going to get some ease thoughts on it here in a little Whoa. bit. Robbie, how long has it been since you've seen Jaws? I've actually never watched the entire thing all the way through. I've seen bits and pieces of it. This oh. is going to be a treat then. <laughs> um, I, I basically seen the beginning and the ending of this movie. And that's about it. There's probably all you need to. Maybe. <laughs> kind of. Um, <laughs> but yeah, the movie um, came out in... Oh, no. 1975? 76. 77. 78? 
19X9. 1975. Okay. <laughs> uh, rated PG for PG. Uh, they didn't have things for him then. Or poor guidance. <laughs> Maybe. Um, <laughs> so basically the MPAA watch it and like, well, it's definitely not an R-rated movie. Basically, yeah. But I'd say kind of close, actually. I think it, yeah. it would easily be a PG-13 now. Yeah. Easily. Um, if you want to watch it with us, you can do that on Peacock Premium if you're subscribed to them. Uh, YouTube, Google, and Vudu, and Amazon, you can rent for three ninety nine and up. And then, if you have a Netflix subscription, it is on there. Well, that's a change of pace. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. We will be watching it on 4K today. Yeah. Uh, it, I have watched it in 4K, this exact copy, a few months ago as Liz. Um, she <laughs> was unimpressed with the movie. Um, it looks amazing, though, I'm going to say. And if you like Jaws... Uh, this is the best way to watch Jaws for all three of you out there that still have a physical thing that plays 4Ks and want to buy 4Ks. I don't know. I think the VHS copy of Jaws is really where they hit their stride, honestly. <laughs> you can't even tell when the shark's coming in that one. It's true. You can't. <laughs> um, I'm going to read the back of the box here real quick, you and are? then we're going to... Yeah, I'm going to read the back of the box. Oh, right. You have to guess stuff, right? <laughs> yeah, I forgot how this yeah. show works, and we haven't done it It's been a while, while, but yeah. All right. So, E... Since Hi. you have not seen it at all, yeah. what do you think happens in Jaws? Uh, it's it's summer vacation. A bunch of college students went out to the beach. Okay. And they went swimming. But uh, I think, like, the scientists dropped some Gatorade in the water and turned <laughs> Jaws into, like, a Megalodon or something. Okay. <laughs> and Jaws, like, eats all the people. And they're like, we got we to gotta, we gotta stop Jaws. So they, they bring their boat out. And they try to shoot Jaws with a harpoon gun. And when that doesn't work, they call Godzilla. <laughs> okay, interesting. Um, I mean, I don't blame you. This was the movie that made blockbusters what they are. So <laughs> thing, big, huge thing makes sense. Uh, Robbie. Yeah? You have seen parts of Jaws. Yeah. I, I know the base idea of like what Jaws is. Right. I know that it is basically, you know, shark in the water, get out of the water. Piss uh, in the ocean. What are we gonna do about this shark that's attacking all these people? Uh throwing chum into the water, we need a bigger boat. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know the basics. You know, helium tanks. Yeah, you you get it. Yeah. They fill the shark with helium? That's messed up. <laughs> that's kinda inhumane when you think about it. You'll see what happens. Um, Alright, here's the back of the box. Alright. Um The film that still makes audiences afraid to go in the water. Got it. <laughs> directed by Academy Award winner Steven Spielberg. Da, 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 da. Jaws set the standard for edge-of-your-seat suspense, quickly becoming a cultural phenomenon and forever changing the movie industry. When the seaside community of Arnity? Amity finds itself <laughs> under attack by a dangerous great white shark, the town's chief of police, played by Roy Schreider, a young marine biologist, played by Richard Dreyfus and a grizzled shark hunter played by Robert Shaw embark on a desperate quest to destroy the beast before it strikes again. Da-da-da-da-da-da. <laughs> Featuring an unforgettable score that evokes pure terror, Jaws remains one of the most influential and gripping adventures in a motion picture history. <laughs> I will say, this is like the one time they get to make that claim that it like revolutionized the industry. It literally yeah. did in this case, yeah. yeah. Um, to be fair, like we watched a couple of movies that, like at their time, did revolutionize the industry. But like watching yeah. it in the frame of like 2020 or 2022, just like yeah, like it doesn't hold up quite as well these days. Yeah, I mean, like 
of like literally defining everything ever. Jaws like defined how to release movies. Yeah. And then like Seven Samurai defined how Japan is viewed basically too. Yeah, actually, like that, the seventies was kind of a big thing for changing like what the movie industry was going to be. Yeah, so. you know, even though Seven Samurai was in the fifties. Yeah, whatever. Oh, <laughs> well, it's in the seventies if you had twenty years. Yeah, exactly. See, sure. <laughs> um, so yeah, the score in this is probably one of the most iconic things. It's used everywhere still. Yeah. Is, who is it? Is it Hans Zimmerman or John Williams? John a Williams. young John Williams. He was very, very new to the industry yeah. still. Uh, and Sp- Spielberg was as well. This was like Spielberg's. Big, big movie, I think, kind of. I thought E.T. was. I think this was before E.T. Isn't it? Isn't E.T. like 79? Maybe. Let's do a Google real quick. I'm pretty sure that E.T. was after this, though. Okay. I mean, I'm I'm not saying you're wrong. I was just, in my mind, that's what I was thinking. It's like E.T. is like what made Spielberg like the big director that he is now. Yeah, E.T. was 82. Okay. So yeah, that was way after then. And then Close Encounters was 77. Yeah, so. so yeah, definitely was Jaws first. Yeah, and and you know, E.T. is a movie that all I've ever heard is people are like, yeah, I watched E.T. as a kid. It's one of those movies <laughs> that doesn't hold up. It's it's a movie that is sure is from the 80s. Um, but yeah, so before we really start diving into this movie, okay. let's get some quick thoughts on what's going on in some people's lives right now. I love people's lives. Oh boy. Uh, <laughs> e, what's going on with you? Uh, I I took my Wii and I re-homebrewed it. Re-homebrewed? Oh, yeah, because it has homebrew, but I literally only used that to launch Project M. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, I, I took the time to really understand how the homebrew worked. So now I'm playing weird Japanese games that never left Japan. Nice. Okay. Are they translated? So the one I'm playing is at least, like, 85% translated. That's really all you need. Yeah. yeah. I usually know what they're saying. Okay, good. <laughs> but, is, uh, I was going to say, that is something I've been looking to a little bit lately, too. It's just, like, I know I, there's, like, a whole bunch of loops are, that I had to jump through in order to get to it. But uh, I know that, like, especially in 2020, uh, translating games that never left Japan has become more of a big thing. Yeah. And I'm going to say, like, obviously, the NES era has the most... Yeah, there is so many Japanese Wii games that they just didn't bother to translate. Huh. A big reason is this is when Japan just was like Americans just hate RPGs. They don't. They never play RPGs. Huh. Uh, Haven't they always thought that though? They did, but like they were like really hammering that because uh, it was the thing is this is when Americans knew other video games how like other video games were released. Right. So like. Europe would get a lot of the RPGs, but they just didn't bother in America. The biggest one is uh, Xenoblade Chronicles, mm-hmm. which yeah. I think took five years before they bothered to translate it enough to go to America. Yeah, yeah. Th- there was three games in that project. I can't remember the exact name of the project, but yeah, it was uh, Xenoblade Chronicles, The Last Story, and Pandorum's Tower or Pandora's Tower. Yeah, and like it was one of those things like they like. People had to like rally together and say like we really want to play this in America. We really need a translation. And like they kind of hammered into Nintendo of like make these English translated games. Yeah, and unlike usually, it actually all those games sold really well, especially Xenoblade Chronicles, which yeah. like that is the if biggest that one. we one didn't exist, I don't think we would have Xenoblade Chronicle games in America. <laughs> That's fine. Yeah, <laughs> as somebody who is very uh, American tastes. I think it's safe to say they pretty much nailed it. Most people don't want that. <laughs> you could tell by the way that a lot of the biggest video games in America are RPGs. <laughs> Listen, that's, that's their problem, not my problem. <laughs> but yeah, so uh, 
I'm taking a lot of time. And then I think the Wii is pretty good at running like uh, 64 games, so I might go back and do that. Uh, but yeah, having fun figuring out how the heck the Wii Homebrew works, and it's literally just go to a website usually. <laughs> Isn't kind of anything good at running a 64 game? Not the 3DS original. Oh, I, yeah, I guess that's <laughs> Like, that's the thing I have is that I have a 64, and I was like, oh, I know Everdrives let you just kind of load a ROM on them, but Everdrives are not back in stock because of uh, shitty crypto, so... Hmm. Fucking crypto. Fucking crypto. Hey, it's crashing though, so that's, yeah. that's hopeful. Yeah. For the I mean, whenever, whenever I was like reading uh, like news articles, it's just like, oh, this famous YouTuber is now bankrupt because of cryptocurrency. I'm just like, good. Good. <laughs> and it's never someone you ever heard of. Yep. I mean, it's someone that I heard of, but they're shitty oh. people to begin with. Like, well, there you go. Good. Yeah. Good. Like Jake Paul is, uh, oh, right. is running out of money because of crypto and like KSI and people like that. Good. Yeah. yeah. Fuck them. Yeah. Let so, it burn. Uh, uh, sailing the high seas is what I'm doing recently. <laughs> All right. <laughs> cool. Uh, Robbie, what about you? So I'm not sailing the high seas. I'm looking for other ways because, like, I found out about an anime recently that I wanted to watch uh, that it did come out in America. It was one of those things, like, because um, I got recommended a couple little documentaries of, like, what's considered to be the greatest villain of anime, and it was this anime called Monster. Uh and apparently you're supposed to be able to watch it on Netflix, but whenever I did the research of it, it's like, oh, yeah, like some people uploaded to YouTube and should be on Netflix. Go to Netflix, not available in America, only available in Japan. Cool. <laughs> like, so either I watch it on YouTube or I try to find like some other way to go around it. I mean, yeah, VPN. Yeah, and like yeah. that's things like I'm kind of looking at, like maybe I'll just like get a free trial of a VPN and try to watch it within that month. Or, like, so if any VPNs are listening, we <laughs> yes. would take a sponsorship. We would love a sponsorship. We would absolutely love a sponsorship. We would... We would take the sponsorship for a corn dog and like a free month of your service. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> um, other than that, like I said, bit the shit out of my lip earlier or last night. Yeah. Um, other than that, like not a whole lot's happening on my end. Just still a lot more work. I'm waiting for some hopefully good news from work. Uh, I'll let you guys know next week if it went through. Um, other than that, I think kind of just a week of like watching YouTube videos that don't need much more explanation than YouTube videos. And yeah. I've been watching a lot of YouTube videos, too. Yeah. And uh, trying to play a game and then falling asleep while waiting for it to update. <laughs> um, I, in in my world news, I explained this on the stream on this last, on, I guess, last Wednesday now. Not mm-hmm. this, because this will be out in, like, a while. Um, that I played through all of the quarry, because I had a few days off. Oh. <laughs> uh, I played through all of the quarry on my own. Um, I'm glad I did it that way instead of doing it for the first time on stream. Because um, now I know what that game is. It is not... It, it is an Until Dawn style thing, right. but it's not Until Dawn. It's it's not Until Noon. It's, it is a spiritual successor in the most way that you can have a spiritual successor in the way that, like, it is about a bunch of teenagers. Chrono Trigger to Chrono Cross. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, a little bit. That's actually a really good way to put it. <laughs> um, It is way less interactive than Until Dawn. Like, hmm. it is almost just a choose-your-own-adventure game, actually. Which I enjoyed less than Until Dawn, but it's also just very different from Until Dawn. The way that I want to play that game is I want to sit down here on the couch, and I want to pass the controller between you guys, and I want us to all all work together to see what happens in this game, because I imagine we'll all have very different ideas of what we want to happen. Yeah, and you'll be like, E, don't try to clip out of the bounds. I know that this clearly could be clipped out of bounds, but you should stop right now. If you can clip out of bounds, and the, the amount of times where you're actually controlling a character are very minimal. Oh. So, 
Uh, I'm not kidding when I say it. it's basically just a choose-your-own-adventure kind of thing. Well, now I really want to try to clip out of bounds <laughs> if I barely get a chance to. <laughs> you go for it, man. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, eventually, that's the way we will be playing that game on stream. Uh, I did one stream of it by myself. Um, but, yeah, we'll, we'll be starting a fresh playthrough. We'll be doing the pass the controller thing. We'll have assigned characters. Nobody will have a say in how the other characters react and do things. It'll be all up to that person. Uh, it'll be a good time. We'll be doing that a couple months from now, I imagine. It's, it's okay. looking like. Um, but yeah, other than that, uh, not a whole lot going on in my life. It's real chill right now. Yeah. I'm liking it. It's too hot. It's way it's too hot. Yeah. hot. Yeah, yeah, the fact that I haven't shaved in over a month and my hair is as long as it is is a big mistake on my part. <laughs> so if any air conditioning companies want to sponsor the podcast. <laughs> is that a thing? That's got to be a thing. That's 100% got to be a thing. I don't know. I, I want us to be the first podcast slash Twitch stream sponsored by an air conditioning company. That sounds pretty cool. Have you guys heard of Sears? We have this amazing <laughs> brand called... No, no, no. Sears died out like in 2020. Yeah. Sears oh, is Sears is... not a thing anymore? Yeah, nope. they went bankrupt. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. They were struggling before the pandemic, and the I pandemic mean, just kicked them in the dick. I mean, yeah, when's the last time you've been in a Sears, really, but... Uh, I mean, a longer time than that, because ours shut down a longer yeah, time. Yeah, I was going to say, there was a Sears in Salt Lake City whenever I lived there, but I want to say for since like 2016, they had a closing down sign on their front thing, so. Yeah, sounds about right. Uh, mm. But yeah, that's our lives. Yeah. Um, sharks. Sharks. I guess we uh we we go watch Shark Movie. It's yeah. oh by the way, it's like two hours and four minutes or two hours and ten minutes depending. It's on, way longer than I thought it was gonna be. Yeah, depending on if you trust the back of the box, it's two oh four. If you trust the internet, it's two ten. Well, you have to like include the the ending scene where like the shark dances to the Macarena. You <laughs> the there are sequels to Jaws, and they are ridiculous and bad. I've seen one one scene of like I think Jaws three. When they started like, eh, let's just use CGI for literally everything. It wasn't even CGI. It was green screen and then bad shark over it. Because <laughs> um, yeah. it was 3D. Jaws 3 was Jaws yeah. 3D. And it looks so bad. We will not be ever watching Jaws 2 or Jaws 3 on this because they're not good movies. Um, Unless we have the 3D spectacular where we figure out how to use 3D technology. Well, th- back then it was just D. blue and red glasses. Yeah. <laughs> I have them. I have a few movies that use them, unfortunately. They don't look good. Uh, anyway, let's go watch Jaws. We'll come back with our thoughts. What do you guys think? Sure. Maybe. All right. We'll be right back with our thoughts on Jaws. And we are back from watching Jaws. Ah. Dun, 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 dun. Totally in sync. Let's start off with E and his thoughts on this film. It's good. It's too long. The classic from me. No, I think this holds up fairly well. You could definitely tell some of its age just because we tell stories differently nowadays. Yeah. I would describe a lot of movies from this time as just a lot of stuff will just happen. Yeah. All, and, like, this was before, like, they tried to kind of make connections between scenes, which causes a lot of issues. And, like, that's for better and for worse. Like, I don't think... I think a lot of movies now make too much, like, attempts to try to connect everything when, you know, sometimes you could just go somewhere else. Like, it's fine. Yeah. Um, um, 
Yeah, I think that like that's very much a seventies feeling kind of thing. Yeah. Like the seventies, because I think fifties and sixties had very much the thing of like fade from scene to next scene, mm-hmm. and then in seventies it was just hard cut. Yeah, next thing. Eighties, eighties they put like a, a little bit of delic thing, and it's like I was gonna wow. say it was a little bit of a column A and a little bit of column B. Yeah. yeah. So like sometimes it would hard cut, and then sometimes if like they really wanted you like chew on that scene, they just have like a little small transition from one scene to the other. Mm-hmm. And then in the 90s, it was great what they would do, is they would end a scene on no talking, they would cut to the next scene with no talking, but lots of noise, and then the scene would start. Yeah. I hated it. <laughs> you hated kind of the movie. Yeah. Well, that was kind of the soap opera thing, too, is like, they would end a scene by like zooming in on somebody's face, and then the next scene would be somebody else walking into another scene, and then like, so it'd be like, maybe 10 seconds of silence, and then like, like hey, did you see where Josh went? And then like, yeah. starting the scene. Awful. I hate it. Yeah. Um. I do I do super think this movie is way longer than I want it or it needs to be. <laughs> yeah. Act three drags a bit. It is yeah. so much. I, I like told Dry I was losing steam and I feel like I was halfway through the movie. <laughs> <laughs> no, it wasn't halfway. You were in act three when you said yeah. that, at least. Yeah. Um I, I think it could have cut some stuff. It didn't need it and like it is still neat. Like I I don't feel like it's overdone. At least, like I've seen so many fucking parodies of Jaws at this point, just because yeah, everything everything parodies Jaws. But like, I still feel like this had its own merit to exist on its own. Yeah, yeah. it was. We I, we spoke on it earlier, but it was literally the like the first summer out- blockbuster. Yeah, like that was like the outline of what a blockbuster was, like a big yeah. bombastic thing that made people talk about it in the summer. Like that's what blockbusters were. Yeah. Um. Insane. Oh, yeah. I think, in general, I would definitely just say good. I think I'm not a huge blockbuster person. I think is a lot of why I'm true. not like super big into it. So, good. Like that's probably higher than I think I expected. Honestly. Yeah, actually, it is. <laughs> I thought that third act was gonna kill any kind of momentum for you at all. It did. It but, started. Like, I still, f- I still got through it. Unlike. I'll say, unlike Exorcist, where I just like I felt I was so glad when the movie was over because I was tired by it. <laughs> like he watches the priest fall down the stairs and he goes, "Thank God!" <laughs> kind of. I was like, "Oh fucking hell!" <laughs> well, um, I actually do kind of agree with you that the Act Three goes on too long. It does serve a purpose, but even by Spielberg's own words it is undercut by earlier in the film, which is something that got both of you. A jump scare yeah. actually got both of you earlier in the movie. Yeah. Yeah, the shark was not the scariest thing in this movie. No. <laughs> um, it's a the guy's like under a boat and he looks through a thing and a head comes out. and like mm-hmm. PG, by the way. Um, yeah. <clears throat> this movie is not PG. It Even back yeah. then, this should have got a fucking R. <laughs> um, I think yeah. the later iterations of Jaws did get an R rating. But... No. Oh, didn't it? Two... Um, was PG three? Three was just was PG, <laughs> and then when four came out, which was Jaws: The Revenge, because Jaws gets dumb. Mm-hmm. Um, was PG thirteen? Okay, yeah. Um, I know Jaws: The Game was M rated, wasn't it? I don't remember actually. I think it it might have been. I don't know. Yeah, I don't remember. Which, and then there's Jaws five. Uh, but that one's just the V, and that's the one where <laughs> Jaws fights Russia. Um. <laughs> Man, Jaws gets real dumb. It <laughs> just turns out later in the series that Jaws is family, uh, is hunting down the sheriff's family specifically because they remember the sheriff 
killing their parent and so they want the kids want to kill the kids of course and of course. it literally hunts down the wife in four like a serial killer and doesn't act like a shark even it just acts like a serial killer that's in the water it's fucking terrible fucking god awful i mean obviously hollywood's hollywood but like i feel like you can't even go how do you even make a second jaws badly <laughs> two drops in quality immediately nice yeah um but yeah, in Steven Spielberg's own words, he uncut his own film um, by having that jump scare with the head because um, he had like a bunch of screenings and stuff like that. And everybody jumped uh, when that happened. And then he inserted the jump with the shark later, which is like the most iconic thing you see everywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, and people, once he like added in that head jump scare, he noticed that people didn't jump at the shark anymore. And that's, he said that was a really big moment in his career, realizing like if you're going to have one big jump scare, or if you're going to have scary jump scares and stuff like that, you can have one. You can't do multiple ones because they're less effective. Because after the first one, your audience is on guard. They're going to yeah. be expecting it. They're going to be wanting it even. Mm-hmm. And so you get one of those per film, according to him. <laughs> that sounds about right. Yeah, I think like one jump scare is super effective in horror movies. And after that, it's kind of like, it's, what, it's what's going to happen. Like, I, I think that's probably why I, a lot of like 2000s horror movies don't really like hold up or mesh at all mm-hmm. yeah because like they just jump scare after jump scare yeah, after jump like, scare it would just be because they uh it doesn't help that almost all of the jump scares are fake outs yeah. in a lot of those horror movies but yeah jaws is like a weird one to even like really talk about like trying to be like oh yes this was a very good movie and like because like it's like it's jaws <laughs> <laughs> like there's not much else to say it's jaws it was the blockbuster yeah robbie yeah. Your thoughts on it. Uh, I kind of am in agreement with you guys about that, about the second act and third act of it, because like the second act almost feels forced at times. Like there's certain things that have to happen to move the story forward. And like, I get why they put those in the movie, but it, it just kind of makes parts of the movie drag for me too. Like, especially like I said with the second and third thing, uh, I did find it interesting with like, you know, the town of just like, Oh no, we have to keep the beaches open because we've got to make money for the tourism and blah, 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 blah. <laughs> like, Having all that, like, I think that was kind of, in my opinion, a more interesting storyline than, yes, we got to kill the Megalodon, the Leviathan. Yeah, I was actually surprised there was a semblance of, like, a dilemma. Yeah. (laughs) Other than there's a shark. I like that capitalism is always the villain. It is great. And it really shows that this is an ongoing issue. (laughs) Right. Like, oh, well, what if we keep the shark-infested waters open and make 50 bucks? (laughs) Well, you know... So in, inconceivable. Who could guess that a bunch of corporations would keep things open in very dangerous times <laughs> that could possibly cause deaths that are unneeded? It's like, you know, crazy, crazy. Nothing in recent history no. sparks even an yeah. idea of that being an, uh, an option. So. <laughs> no. No, 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 no. Capitalism is very responsible when it comes to the safety and livestock of their livestock. <laughs> I think you meant lives. Sure. <laughs> but no, like, I did like that part of it, though. Just like, no, like, this is a dangerous thing. We need to keep this closed. And like, no, 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 We need to make money for tourism. Like, having that storyline, I found that to be interesting. And, like, I understand why they had to have, like, the, you know, hunting the great white shark and everything. And uh, pretty much everything was leading to that towards the third act. But even when it got to the third act, because they had that, like, uh, that whole moment of, like, and now we wait. Like, just kind of... It kind of killed the momentum of the movie, if you ask me. It does, actually. I agree with that. Yeah. Um, so, like, all in all, I will say it's a good movie. I will say, though, that, like, it does kind of undercut itself sometimes. And, like, it 
has a big rise that just kind of drowns itself out at times. So this is something that I've noticed with everybody that I've watched it with, actually, at this point. Um, Act 1 has does a really good job of like building up there is a real threat going on. And they need to deal with it. Act two does an insanely good job of introducing the characters and like you getting to really know these people, and in my opinion, get to like these people. Yeah. Um, and Act three has you just kind of on a boat for twenty minutes before anything happens with characters that don't necessarily like each other, and also the actors all did not like each other either. <laughs> so that uh, so they're contributed not, yeah, to that a lot. They're not chemistry as characters. Kind of worked as they're not chemistry in real life. Then precisely, uh, gotcha. Um, and then like when the climax hits, you're kind of dull at that point. Yeah, which I, I think is what he's going for. Which is why there's like that scare with the shark. It's like supposed to boom pop you back into. It's like wake up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> basically, but like at that point, it's just like I it I know that things are gonna be fine. Yeah, I'm like, like there he is. Yep, it's gonna it's the shark stuff's gonna happen now. Um. I think that that dull moment, even though I see what he's trying to go for, it does hurt the movie ultimately. Yeah, and that's the thing is like I, I see what they were doing with it. I completely understand why they did it, but like it just kind of it's eh. Yeah, yeah. It it almost feels like in some ways they wrote themselves into a corner with this movie, and like with some of the special features we saw at the end, uh, <laughs> kind of explains why they did what they did. And like I said, it it makes sense, but like it's kind of one of those. It takes a movie that is entertaining and is interesting. And it kind of hurts it in some ways. Yeah. It doesn't kill it, but it hurts it. Speaking of behind the scenes, um, you guys probably noticed there's not a whole lot of shark in this shark movie. No. No. Um, the reason for that is because the shark just didn't work. Like, it, I think it's very famously known for this. It was super, super, super fucking broken. Yeah. All the animatronics and everything being in the water. Turns out... Not good for it. What? <laughs> Who could have <laughs> thought? Are you saying turning gears and electronics do not pair well with salt water? Somehow. Who would have known? Steven wow. Spielberg seems to have a bad track record with his animatronics getting wet. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, he does. <laughs> uh, yeah, he still keeps getting them wet. But also, fucking look pretty good, though, when they work. Yeah. It wasn't bad. I, this is, I think the 4K hindered that a bit, because I'm like, that sure is an animatronic shark on the boat. <laughs> Whereas I, I think if it was like 1080, I'd be like, that's an animatronic shark, obviously, but I'm willing to to give my <laughs> disbelief. <laughs> However, if you're watching a 13-inch CRT, be like, holy fucking shit, a shark! Yeah, I would be like, holy shit, Get, grab the yellow blobs over there and throw it at the shark. Yeah, if you're watching this thing on a VHS on a giant 26-inch screen... Boy, is that shark believable. Uh-huh. <laughs> of course, that is one of the things I, I have to like think about. Like 1975, that probably would have been insane to see. Would not oh, have yeah. been VHS. No, I meant the movie. Oh, yeah, Like, yeah. seeing it in theaters. <laughs> oh, yeah, in theaters, absolutely, yeah. would have been insane. Yeah. Like, I don't, there and probably wasn't anything really like it. No, there wasn't. And a lot of people who have nostalgia for, like, you know, being in, in 1975 and seeing it for the first time and, like, not knowing exactly what to expect from a movie just called Jaws. Like, okay, like, what kind of Jaws? What are we talking about here? And then watching a giant 26-foot shark jump out of the water at you on the big screen was probably terrifying. Yeah. To, to put it into perspective, 67 million tickets for this movie were sold that summer. Neat. That's a lot. Yeah. Probably a lot of word of mouth, I would imagine. Yeah, it, oh, it, yeah. Uh, I was going to say, it's actually a conversation I had with somebody, because one of the guys that, that I work with at work, 
is old enough to say like I remember going to the theater in 1977 and hearing about this new movie called Star Wars and seeing like knowing nothing about it I'm like okay right. what is this about and then watching it and then realizing how crazy good it was and then calling up all my friends and telling them they have to watch this movie and then the next weekend seeing a line going around the block to go watch this and like that's the thing is like movies like Jaws and Star Wars and all these other things like it was word of mouth that got people watching them yeah, and it was just insane stuff because stuff that you'd never seen anything like it before. Yeah, um, and I, then I think even with the promotional promotional material for Jaws, like it wasn't exact like telling you exactly what it was. It was just a lot of people running away from the beach saying and like the words "get out of the water." Yeah, uh, on screen, and so like you don't exactly know what to expect from something like this. Exactly, and it could have been a horrible monster. There were probably a lot of people disappointed, like it's a fucking shark. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's at least like a megalodon, basically. Well, no, megalodons are not a megalodon bigger, at all. Like, there's a movie about a megalodon, yeah. and it's way worse than Jaws. It tried to be Jaws. It's called The Meg. They're making The Meg Two. Oh boy! It's... I feel like you're shooting yourself in the foot if you're gonna call your movie about a megalodon The Meg. It has one really scary scene if you're like me and like are afraid of deep water stuff. Uh huh. Because they're like in a weird marine thing. Unrelated to this movie, of course. Unrelated to this movie entirely. (laughs) (laughs) Um, and like they're underwater in a glass screen, and like a little girl's looking out of the glass, and like you see like a shark like go by, and it's like, "What? That was giant!" And then you see like come towards the glass. That part freaked me out. That was actually the very first movie I saw in W. By the way, Um, (laughs) very very cool for that. Not a not, not a good, good movie. not a good movie though. No, it was PG. It was soft PG thirteen. We're not bringing the sh- the the Meg to the podcast. Absolutely not. We're not I'm, doing bad shark movie week. I will <laughs> say sometimes even the worst movie can have at least like one redeeming moment in it. Yeah. I think almost any movie will have one thing you can kind of like say is good. There are like really most. bad movies, of course, but like yeah. I think. Even some like the noted as some of the worst movies usually have something. Yeah, I mean, yeah. there's a reason why people like uh, the room and stuff like that. Yeah, like the room or Trolls Two or yeah, yeah, some of those movies. Um, but yeah, Jaws. The plot of Jaws. I like Jaws, by the way. I like it a yeah. lot. It's fun. <laughs> um, but the plot of Jaws. There is a sheriff and there's shark attacks going on in this little island beach community, and he has decided not really decided. He's the sheriff. Yeah. That it is his job to make sure no one gets eaten by this shark. <laughs> Which it's it's a real basic story, honestly. It's like yeah, it's yeah. Just, there's a shark. It's, yeah, there's a shark. Uh, there is a mayor who wants to make money for the town, and so he doesn't want to close the beach, even though people are being eaten by a shark. Mm-hmm. Um. So they he goes ahead and he calls in a. I guess marine an ocean biologist. Yeah, yeah, I was gonna I say. Guess. I was about to say an ocean expert, but yeah, marine biologist. <laughs> he like looks at the ocean and is like, "Yep, that's specific." But <laughs> <laughs> um, but calls him in. Uh, turns out like, oh, this isn't any uh, normal kind of shark. This is a great white shark. Inconceivable. <laughs> this wasn't even a real shark back then. um actually steven spielberg invented no um (laughs) really funny (laughs) that'd be hilarious um yeah and so the entire first two acts is like there's a shark we have to do something and the mayor being like no no money sharks are illegal they wouldn't come here (laughs) and it's okay we caught this baby shark we 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 dealt with a problem it was definitely a fishing boat and that is also not something we need to worry about Um, and the, I like the chaos ensuing of like there is a three thousand dollar reward, so everybody with a dinghy going yeah. out to like try and hunt this shark. That was like that was like fun. 
Yeah, because, yeah. like, chaos and dumb, and, like, people would fucking absolutely do that. Oh, certainly. Yeah. There's that, and then you have, like, just that one distraught mo- mother who's, like, blaming all of this on the sheriff. Mm-hmm. It's like, you knew that there's danger out in the water, and you still let people go out there and swim. I yeah, just that's the part I really like, is that the fucking mayor gets off scot-free, and that's yeah. so fucking true. Yeah, he does. Like, he doesn't get any blame, even though it's him entirely. Yeah, I also, I like, because, like, there's a part where uh, the sheriff and the mayor are in a hospital. And they're just sitting there talking, and the mayor's just distraught, and he's like, can't talk because there was an attack on 4th of July. Mm-hmm. And he's like, come on, just sign this thing. Let me do what I need to do to catch this shark. And he's like, no, no, shark, 4th of July, 4th, bad, bad, sa- sa- August, we can save August. That was terrible. And like, he's like, snap out of it, man, basically. <laughs> yeah. um, come on, man, get it together. <laughs> and he's like, my kids were there. It's like, right, so sign it? <laughs> <laughs> I was like... I mean, obviously, it's he's a shitty person. I feel like that's such a weird line here, though. Yeah, it's super weird. Like, it's out of nowhere. Yeah. I, I think the I, original idea of that was probably supposed to be that, like, he didn't realize the danger of it until his own kids were in danger of being eaten by a shark, but... Yeah. Like, that's definitely a politician thing, where it's like, yes. unless it impacts unless, them Yeah, unless it's directly, directly impacting them, then they don't care. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It's weird. And I, I know you really like the structure of these first two. I feel like there's, like some weirdness with the two shark attacks for me personally. What do you mean weirdness? Just like I I like inherently feel like one isn't necessary. They're both like feel necessary, but I feel like just having both of them doesn't feel necessary to me. It's it's a hard thing. I think it's one of those where I feel like Jaws just keeps repeating itself a lot. There's really only so much you can do with a shark. Yeah. Yeah. Which attacks do you mean, by the way, when you well, say the okay, two? so like the one with the kid, the the initial one, I don't like regard as an attack because that feels more like the setup. So I mean, like, like the yeah. opening of the movie. Yeah, I feel like the sun getting attacked, mm-hmm. and then the all the tours there. Okay, I feel like maybe I I don't know. It's like hard to say like one doesn't need to be in there. I almost feel like you could have moved the son to that initial attacking or had that be that woman's daughter and got a lot of it around. Maybe it's just like, I'm not like that's maybe it's just not for that scene's not really for me. I mean, like I maybe think, they could have been moved into the same scene or just taken. It's one like of them hard out. to, again, like I, I respect both of them, which is why it like feels weird to me to say to remove <laughs> one. It just like, it, it's one of those, I feel like I lose steam watching essentially the same thing just one has more people i think it works really well for the second one because you know there's actually stakes like they've killed a kid at this point like anybody could get killed <laughs> uh so i think like it raises the stakes for like a horror movie level kind of thing maybe that's my thing maybe i'm too used to children dying <laughs> <laughs> maybe that's the problem yeah, that's the problem <laughs> well like i i i'm at a point where like horror movies have like had to raise the stakes continuously yeah so, like, killing off a kid isn't that insane to me in a horror movie. I have seen it. Right. So, maybe that's where my thing, like, to me, the stakes were at the start. Like, there was a woman who was so dismembered that, like, even the guy who's identifying the shark is distraught by it. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, it being like, oh, no, the kid, it's like, yeah, the kid died, too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I know it's one of those things, too, because, uh, like, a movie we're probably never going to bring onto the podcast is um one called The Beach. And, like, it's basically a movie about, like, these people that made, like, their own little tiny civilization on this um on this deserted island. 
and uh, they're trying to like make sure that people don't find out about it so it doesn't become overcrowded and just become like another city. Uh, at one point in time, there's like a uh, a debate that happens because somebody does get attacked by a shark, but like you don't see the actual shark attack, but you see him like walking up on the beach and like him bleeding out of the bite marks that are on his leg and everything too, and like having something like that. So, which honestly, this movie kind of does have that. Like it shows pictures of shark attacks or like the aftermath yeah. of a shark attack, and some of them look like they're real photos. I'm pretty sure they are. They probably yeah. are, yeah. Which is pretty crazy for a PG rated movie. Yeah. Again. This should not have been rated PG. Yeah. <laughs> As evidenced by someone in here being afraid of deep water. Yeah. Who? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, There's no. that, or like, you know, having a child die in a blood geyser in a PG yeah. rated movie. And like, now I'm like, that's so silly that they clearly used a bunch of fake blood. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Whereas back then, that's probably what people thought it would look like. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> there was no knowledge about like how sharks acted or anything like that back then, especially. Damn, it's like it was very uncommon for sharks to attack people. It's almost <laughs> like that. Um, it, it's, actually, it's almost like it still is uncommon for that yeah. to happen. Um, the writer of the book said, because this is based on a book, for, yeah. I think a lot of people don't realize that actually. It is based on a book. Very different. Um, but he said he would not have written Jaws if he knew anything about how sharks actually act. <laughs> yeah, I guess one good example, if I remember off the top of my head, because I'm not looking it up right now or anything, but I remember seeing a statistic a while back go saying that on average, like four people die every single year from shark attacks, which to yeah. put that in perspective, 13 people die every single year from vending machines. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's the thing about sharks don't actually like being that close to land. No, they don't like being close to land, and they don't actually really have a taste for humans either. Right. They no. think we're seals most of the time. Yeah, which is why it's often like surfers. Yeah, because yeah. they look like seals when they're shaped there. Because another thing, sharks actually have really bad vision. Yeah. They're right. just so, old, and they swim a lot. <laughs> yeah. They're old, they swim a lot. They do have a good sense of smell in the water, though. Like the whole They do. If they smell blood, they will smell Exactly. It. They will go towards that, but it's like one of those... Unless it's super hungry, it's not going to go for a human kind of thing. It's yeah. going to go for other fish. Yeah, because before it goes for a human. Yeah, why would yeah. it go for a human? Like, what? If you could just eat chickens, would you go for an elephant? No, exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I think that's like one of the weird things to think about this movie in hindsight is it made people so stupid about sharks. Yeah, yeah. I mean, people uh, are still stupid about sharks yeah. because of this movie. Well, like even like the four deaths a year statistic, I'm willing to bet. Some of that's being people being stupid because they're yeah. like so scared about sharks. Yeah, because like a lot of animals will respect you if you don't like clearly show you're scared. Yeah. So like, and like, I guess a good example of that is like there are like there is footage online of like marine biologists going into shark infested waters and yeah. being fine because they're not going after like you know this giant black mass that's shooting bubbles out of it. Yeah. One of the, there was always a dumb, a funny one I saw where like sharks are kind of just circling a marine biologist, and one gets close, and the marine biologist basically just flips him around. And yeah. I think I've seen that one. Yeah, yeah. He, like puts his hand on its nose and starts rubbing its belly, and it start, goes upside down. Yeah. Basically, yeah. Okay, sharks aren't that like dangerous to people. Well, no. And I was gonna say like, don't get me wrong, they are predators, and I think that's yeah. part of the thing too. Is like when it comes to, like a lot of predator attacks, it's very uncommon that it happens to people because people are aware that they're predators. Yeah, and like. We're not the prey because yeah. we're not near sharks most of the time. Exactly. Because, <laughs> like, it's also another one of those things, too, like, uh, between shark attacks and, like, bear attacks and wolf attacks and cougar attacks and stuff like that, they're very, very, very uncommon. It's usually someone is being stupid around one of those animals or it, they just happen to be in the wrong place in the wrong time and it's very hungry and just sees food. 
Yeah, most yeah. of the time cougar attacks only happen on two for one Wednesdays too. So yeah. like, as long as you don't go out on Wednesdays, you're usually fine. Yeah, just stay away from the bars on two for, two to ones. Yeah, <laughs> two to ones. <laughs> <laughs> two to one odds you die. <laughs> they put that on. The, they put that on their window. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, like this movie is the reason why Shark Week's a thing. Yeah, it would yeah. never have been a thing without Jaws. Yeah, it's, it's like, but like, it's one of those things where I almost like inherently want to like dislike a bit of this movie just because it led to so much misinformation from sp- to spreading it but did. like it, it still is fun and i think i think that's more the issue with it being rated pg mm-hmm. than the movie itself right like i i think i don't think a child should watch this quite frankly it's Maybe when they're like it's pretty violent and pretty gory yeah. for being a PG rated movie. Of mm-hmm. course like parents discretion is their discretion. I watch stuff I should not have as a kid. But like arguably then PG's the perfect rating. Parental guidance. <laughs> <laughs> and it's also I'm one of those saying, things <laughs> I'm saying like in R is like your parent acknowledging it. Yeah. Yeah. That's more my that's more my take I'm trying to get at is like this should be an R and like, if you like really, really trust your kid to be cool with this, maybe. <laughs> hey, I just, hey. I don't think children should just inherently be watching this movie. Billy, you can be a narcan ass bitch. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess a good example of something like that is like, uh, one of the movies that my parents put me on to like shut me up whenever I was a kid was The Terminator Two, <laughs> which is very much an R-rated movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm, but yeah, like, they knew that I wasn't gonna like. The mo- like I think the they said the dumbest thing that I did as a kid uh, from watching the Terminator Two is like sometimes I'd go behind the couch and like kind of sink down with my thumb up going in there because like that's the thing that happens at the end of Terminator Two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so like you know I wasn't like running around and pretending to shoot people or anything like that. I was just uh, you know acting out like that one scene. Yeah, yeah. Like Jaws is very limited to like what kind of fear it will produce. Right. Yeah. I think uh, there's a, in the features at the end of the thing that just play automatically, which is weird for Blu-ray, but whatever. Well, no, this is a 4K. You're right. You're right. Uh, I get it now. You don't even know what a. F- you don't even remember it's a 4K. This is mine now. <laughs> I'm putting in my Blu-ray. Um, one of the things I think it, I don't remember if it was the author or an actor or whatever saying, um, but like this is to the ocean as psycho was to showers. Right. Which. That makes way more sense than the thing I said earlier with the extras. <laughs> I like kind of in a not in probably the way you're intending it, but like with the extras, you're telling me about how that actress afterward mm-hmm. was treated. Oh yeah, they were so, all treated terribly. Everybody so, was. Yeah, so like I think in that sense, it is very similar to the Exorcist, not to cat the Catholic Church, like you said. <laughs> I don't know. I was just going for something. <laughs> Um, You're trying to be clever. Yeah. yeah. Um, but like Psycho, I think occasionally when I'm in the shower and I'm like home alone or something, like I do think like there's probably somebody outside of the shower going to kill me. That's, that's, someone's right there, I bet. Like, and that's because I've seen Psycho. <laughs> well, I mean, if you're in the shower, just like piss on him or something. I think that would probably kill kill him. What? Kill him? <laughs> yeah. What I do think... you think piss is? <laughs> acidic. Oh, oh, not that acidic. <laughs> I hope. <laughs> Like, I, <laughs> I mean, E does drink a lot of diet soda. I do drink a lot. Of, mine could probably melt acid. <laughs> yeah, you're just shooting bullets. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah. J- so yeah, the first two acts are just set up really mm-hmm. to get and to the third act. I want to say, with how people talk about this movie, you think there would be a way bigger kill count. It could be oh, one yeah. of those things yeah. people like conflate the 
like sequels with maybe. I imagine in the sequels they're like, we gotta fucking kill twenty people. Uh the second one, I think it's it's almost like an exact remake of one. Boo. Almost. But worse. Uh but worse because there's like way more kids. And three takes place in the future. What's that thing that's like a zoo but for fish? Aquarium. Aquarium. It takes place in an aquarium mostly. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I don't know. Well, I don't know. Uh, and four is one again, but with the, not the sheriff. So <laughs> I don't know. I don't think there's a high kill count for any of them. Weird. I don't know why people act like this is such a like. I mean, it's a, a slasher kill. movie with a shark. Yeah, yeah, but like, oh, uh, spoilers. There's like five deaths. Let's count them. The beginning death, right? Opening yeah, death. So the opening girl. death. Calls the girl. Calls the girl died. Little boy on beach dies. Little boy on beach. The dog, if you want to count yeah. the dog. We'll, we'll count, count the dog. We'll count the dog. We'll count the dog. Um, and then there's a guy on the boat after the dog. Guy on the boat after the dog. Yeah. And then the one death at the end. Yeah. yeah. There's five. Five deaths. <laughs> Some of those are kind of like really like stretching it because like you don't actually see the dog die. It's just you just see a, Yeah, you just see a stick floating in the, or in the water. Yeah. Like, oh no, it got the dog. Maybe the dog got back. We don't know. <laughs> It just was just swam around the entire island. Just swam around the island, went back, and just uh, lived a life of solitude. Yeah, <laughs> like I've seen some things. <laughs> but like, yeah, I guess also a kid was traumatized for his life too. Twice. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you know. Um, but yeah, going into the third act, it really is ten minutes of action, twenty minutes of just being on the ocean. I, I yeah. would say even longer. I f- I, I think the it third feels act longer, is a but little it's not. half after half. It's not. No? It is not. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, the, we're, the third act is about 30 minutes. Yeah, I was going to say, really? we're about two-thirds of the way through the movie whenever they're loading up the ship. Like, not even on the water, like, loading up the ship to go on the water. And they make those kind of dark jokes for a PG-rated movie. Extremely dark jokes for a PG movie. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, like, it it just feels longer because nothing's happening. Yes. <laughs> yeah. It is super boring. And it, I think it, they he's probably going for that of just, like, you know, kind of waiting and trying to build up the tension of them waiting to find this shark but it Absolutely. just it doesn't feel like tension it just feels like drunk guys on a boat that's yes. the thing like i don't inherently think you can't have a climax like this where it's 20 minutes of waiting and 10 minutes of action i think the issue is just they don't do anything interesting yeah i mean yeah, the like, one interesting thing that they do is whenever he's talking about uh whenever he was in world war ii and that ship got shot down and they're uh basically tie together some life vests and they're all hanging on it to try to survive out in the water yeah. like having that story if they had like more exposition dumps and like backgrounds of the characters and like their background trauma and stuff like that and like having some more storytelling moments it would have been better see that's my thing one. I, I genuinely was so fucking bored while he was telling this story it sounds so shitty to say <laughs> I think it's just like it's just like a generic like oh I was in the army or in the navy and then a bad thing happened like it's it I mean, this is 75, so it probably wasn't already a tired trope. It was definitely not. Yeah. But, like, I'm just, like, I'm, like, all right. And he's, like, telling the story for, like, five minutes. Yeah. I'm so tired. I mean, and that's the thing is, like, if they had, like, more shorter storytelling moments, then it probably would have been better. Like, that's my take on it, at least. This guy gets more, like, exposition than the actual main character. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like the sheriff never... is the only thing you know about the sheriff is he isn't from here and he doesn't like water. He's from New York. He's yeah. from New York and he almost drowned once. That's all you really know about it. <laughs> he has kid. He has two kid. 
two kids. Yeah, you're right. Two kids. Uh, yeah, well, you know, he's a sheriff. He has two kids. He's from <laughs> New York. It's weird. Like, the, the fucking seafaring captain gets a fucking five-minute <laughs> exposition dump. To be fair, the seafaring captain is the best character. Nah, I think Hodder is. I mean, he's good. He's fun. He's charismatic. But, like, I like that there's just this old fish fisherman scratching, doing monologues. Like, I love it. I, I think he's fine. I mean, I do enjoy myself a good monologue. I love a good monologue. Monologue is my bread and butter and pickles. <laughs> bread and butter pickles. That Maybe a little bit a of mayo. Sandwich. Bread, butter, pickles? Yeah. A little bit of mayo. Have you never had a bread and butter pickle? I don't like pickles. With a little bit of mayo? <laughs> <laughs> bread and butter pickles just sweet pickle. Yeah, I don't like pickles. It's delicious. Anyway... <laughs> uh, I don't know. I'm not like he again. This could be. This is from '75, and it became kind of a tired trope. Might be yeah, some of it. So, 100%. but like, I, I I still like. I still like it. I st- I think the best moment in the climax of like before the action hits is that conversation with them at night while they're drinking. I liked it until it was a five-minute tie right? <laughs> yeah. It, it did get a little bit long in the tooth and, like, him explaining the story, but it, it still was cool to have that monologue. Like, I, I kind of want a little bit more of that. Like, not even just from him. Just, like, it's just kind of like, well, we're all stuck on a boat and he broke the radio, so what are we going to do to pass the time kind of thing? Yeah. yeah. Uh, but, like, like... It's like a mixed bag for me. I like, I like when they're, like, doing their scar stories. I think that's a fun little yeah. thing. Yeah. Uh, it's just, like... I don't know. I I it feels out of again. It's it's the thing where seventy movie in seventies movie things just happen. Yes, like just out of nowhere he tells his life story. Yeah, <laughs> got to tell it somehow. <laughs> I mean, there's that and like I don't know. Even with some of the action scenes, they're a little bit weird in the way that they progress them too. Like I kind of like whenever apparently the uh it was ramming into the side of the boat. Jaws was ramming into the side of the boat. I thought that was going to be a bigger scene than what it was, but like kind of rams into the boat and like they check the engine once or twice and then it just ends and it's like, Oh, now we're going to have to fix the bottom of the boat where it was hitting it. Yeah. The first one stays. And I think this is much towards young, uh, Steven Spielberg. White does this stays fairly grounded. Um, the sequel is immediately sharks jumping out of the water and diving into boats. Like <laughs> it, they, they get ridiculous later on for sure. Yeah. Into the way that I think people, I think a lot of people probably do remember jaws two as being jaws one. Cause jaws two Possibly. is way more violent and way more ridiculous. Um, yeah. yeah. Uh, like I almost expected like whenever it was running into the boat, like it was going to puncture a hole in the bottom. And like, so now they have to like try to race back to uh, race back to the shore before they take on too much water. See, I don't under- I don't know if I just didn't understand. I could have sworn that this entire bottom of the boat fell off. No, no. like it, I, I, it did like an underwater shot and like his big chunk fell down and I could have sworn that was the bottom of the boat. What was that then? It's part of the boat. I, I think that was whenever <laughs> they had like the cage in the water and like it was thrashing around on the cage, uh, destroying it. And it kind of destroyed the bottom of the boat. Maybe not like it's hard to the say. entire yeah. bottom of a boat doesn't just come off. Yeah. Like, but it all was this other those... stuff was very yeah. realistic, of course. But like, <laughs> to be fair, also the boat was taking on water, but they made it less of an issue, kind of thing. Like, unless you're paying attention, you didn't realize until at the end of the movie that they were taking on water the entire time. No, I mean, they were definitely flooded for a long time. In they the... were, but it takes a while for boats to sink. Honestly. Yeah, yeah. But like, that's the thing is, I kind of figured like with him running into the side of the boat, that was going to be like when those were taking on water. We got to get back to shore before we sink, and like, yeah, the shark the, is just following them the you entire do the way. Three strangest things where you get like the buckets and you start throwing the water back into <laughs> the ocean. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I don't know. I liked it. I liked, I liked the climax once the shark hits yeah. quite a bit. It's like, 
Again, I, and the my issue is kind of happened. I just feel like it repeated itself. <laughs> I mean, yeah, they're hunting a shark. They, I mean, but then the other thing is like it's just over right away kind of thing, you know? Yeah, I don't mind it being over right away. It's just like I just want less of it. I I think it mm. doesn't need this long. Disagree. I I think once the shark part actually happens, once like they're fighting the shark, basically. I I'm, I'm like talking about this whole third act. Oh, the whole third act. Yeah. yeah, the whole third act could have been shortened. Yeah. But I just think you could have taken out them just being in the ocean doing nothing, which is like 20 yeah. minutes of it. You could have taken that 20 minutes out, I think. Well, I mean, yeah. there's that, and then there's like maybe three moments that are supposed to be tense of like, where, you know, where they're trying to like put a bowie on the side of it so they can track where it's going and everything. Yeah. Uh, that happens too much. Like, that can happen once, and it would have the same impact as it happening, you know, three or four times. And yeah. it's just kind of one of those yeah. like, okay, we've done this before. Let's, can we move along yeah, the storyline? That's line? more why I mean, like, they'll shoot, they shoot the barrel into it, then it's a bunch of them chasing the shark around. And then the barrel falls off, so they shoot three more barrels into it. Yeah. And, that, like, that's a little much, I think. That's what yeah. I mean when I say it's repeating itself. Yeah, and I think that probably would have been shortened if it were a more modern movie. Yeah. I think, honestly. Yeah. Uh, like, but, yeah, like, the actual thing, like, once they put the cage out into the ocean, and, like, it becomes, like, an actual fight, like, all that actually is exciting. Yeah, that, and, like, that part's fun. Yeah. yeah. Drops and, yeah, it is fun sphere. to, like, you know, there's that, and then, like... The shark, the ridiculousness of the shark jumping onto the side of the boat and like <laughs> tipping it over, so like, mm, just like fall straight into my mouth. Yummy, yeah, yummy. Mm-hmm. It's great. And then it just like keeps going. It's like a Billy Mouth bass, and he's like, "Give me up, little fish. You ain't nothing but a hound dog. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, it's silly. It is. Um, it it earns it at this point. I don't, I don't yeah. mind it. Like, it sounds like I would hate Jaws too because it sounds like it. Yeah, it's is, bad. Is that the whole time? Yeah. It's bad. Jaws 2 is not good. Yeah. Um, one thing that is very funny about the third act, which I think you can see in some of the footage even on this, is that at one point they actually did start sinking in their boat. <laughs> oh, no. Um, so there was like, like all these cries out like, hey, go, go save the actors, go save the actors. And there was one guy It's like, fuck the actors, save the sound equipment. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> That's so fucked. Um, they can swim. My microphones cannot swim. <laughs> so, yeah, when that boat sank, they actually damaged like all the footage in the third act and they had to dry it as much as they could get it into a saline solution and fly it to i think it was los angeles to try and fix it most of it they were able to repair like they didn't lose any footage but i think if you pay attention there's some shots that look like why is there vaseline on yeah the yeah there were there were a couple shots where like you can definitely tell there was like that soft effect on it mm-hmm. uh i know there's like one scene in particular that me and e were watching where we're just like Okay, why is there a shooting star in the background? Why did it come back and do a repass? <laughs> yeah. I think some of that's just like in the 70s they cared way less about like making sure the shots flowed from one another. Yeah. I swear there was one time where they just completely flipped which side like the mast was on as he was talking to someone. Probably, yeah. And, and like it's silly. It's that's kind of yeah, it's yeah. silly. It is. It is. Um I don't know though. Like it's it's charming though in a way. Like it feels weird to say like, oh yeah, the flaws of this movies are very charming. But like, it it like feels like it less of an issue than like issues that happen nowadays. Yeah, with something like that. Like like the fact that they didn't think about the f- that they had very expensive equipment on a sinking ship until like it was about to sink. Yeah, it's good. <laughs> yeah. Um. Here's that, and then like. It's one of those things, like, it also is kind of charming, but it's also kind of weird of, like, sometimes whenever, like, you see that uh, little Bowie that's flowing up, or that's, like, attached to the shark, you have, like, that whimsical yeah, Steven the... Spielberg music. 
Yes. I will say this this movie might have could have used like two more songs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or it, if it was twenty less minutes, I probably wouldn't care. Yeah, if it were twenty less minutes you wouldn't care. But I think at the end you start hearing like uh very much in the way of like the Star Wars sequels do of like you start yeah. hearing everybody's theme once you see them on screen and it does that a lot at yeah. this third act. They should have <laughs> I mean, I'm talking from like thirty years in the future. Like when games started doing the thing where like 50 years in the future. No, I mean when games started doing this. Thing, oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> games started doing this thing where, like, they would just give a, well, a lot of things, but, like, I know in games where you give a character an instrument rather than an actual theme. So, like, if two yeah. characters are on the screen, and let's say the the shark is something very hard. The shark could be, like, a violin, probably, something very sharp. Like, yeah. And then, like, the guy could be, uh, I don't know, bongos, I don't fucking know. <laughs> but, like, and then, like, they work together to increase the thing so like you feel the tension still because like you can hear that these two things are directly colliding i, yeah. I like that approach a lot more than just giving characters themes yeah yeah but that's not what this did no and again like that's with foresight i don't think that became a common practice until around 2000 something um i think in later john williams stuff you see a lot of him doing that kind of thing mm-hmm. um again he is kind of a genius yeah when he, it comes to music generally it, outstanding musician like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. deserves every accolade people give him yeah um but yeah this third act is just on the boat fighting until you get the other big giant scene that everybody knows from jaws yeah of this boat is too dang small well yeah you get that but then you get the tank in the mouth and yeah the, take this you son of a bitch or whatever the fucking fire you son of a bitch oh yeah, yeah yeah or is it fire you son of a bitch or is that a different movie that has a very similar line might be a different, different movie. I don't think he says fire, you son of a bitch. I think because he's like just looking for that tank and he's like, come on, come on, like looking for that tank and trying to shoot it. I think he says die, you son of a bitch. Maybe. Probably dice. There's a lot of very similar sounding lines that yeah. go like mm-hmm. that. Yeah. There's only so many ways you can say die, motherfucker. <laughs> uh, but yeah, then does that and shoots the tank, blows the shark up. Super, super bloody. Yeah. Incredible. Uh, blubber falling everywhere. Very dangerous. Uh, those things can fucking destroy a car, honestly, when they fall blubber yeah is that a common thing uh, uh there was a while where like if there was a beached whale they would just blow it up yeah there was a, there was an incident wherever like uh they couldn't get a beached whale back into the ocean so they decided it'd be a good idea to blow it up and they had like you know 50 60 pounds of blubber falling from the sky onto cars and uh basically totaling the cars yeah luckily no one died quite yeah frankly. That's yeah, they're stupid. That seems like the worst idea. Yeah, <laughs> they didn't think what, about that. Yeah, they didn't think about that, especially considering like there was still probably about a thousand pounds intact, like sitting on the ocean, and they had to get like, I think they had to get forklifts or something yeah, to like, push it back into the lot. ocean. Jeez. And like, it's really because it was like a news thing. Like <laughs> you can still find it online. What? Yep. Yeah, I, I should look this up after. But like. Yeah. The guy's, like, super, like, yeah, I think, we, like, 50 pounds of dynamite should, like, just eviscerate this thing and, like, be all gone. <laughs> and when they do it, it just starts raining whale chunks. There's no way that's real. No, it it's real. real. Huh. It was a thing. I like, think they say you could still kind of smell it to this day. Huh. <laughs> like, uh, a lot of those uh, uh, real footage things on TV, like, that was shown a lot. Like, I saw that as a kid. Oh. Huh. Yeah. yeah. Well, we got to watch that after this. Yeah, yeah definitely. But, um... <laughs> All to say, uh, very, very dangerous. Uh, they sh- they really should have thought about the safety of blowing up the jaws. And <laughs> <laughs> no, it's like a fun. It's it's so anticlimactic in a way, though. That's perfect for the movie. Just like, all right, 
And then it just ends. Yeah. yeah. And then it just ends with them grabbing two of the Bowies and like just paddling their way back to yeah. land. It doesn't even show them getting back on the land. They could have just died out there for all we know. Maybe. It shows them going. You almost see them get to the beach. Yeah, but what if another shark? These are still shark infested waters in, in this movie. Not shark infested. They're just some sharks. <laughs> <laughs> There's happened to be two extremely rare sharks in this water. <laughs> Uh, However, they are seagull-infested waters now. Because yeah, I think th- that would probably kill them, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the seagulls would probably pick them away at them, actually. Yeah. Yeah, yeah especially are... if they're covered in fucking shark guts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those seagulls would eat those people, now that I'm thinking about it. Yeah. That would be really hilarious. <laughs> that would be a fucked up way to end it. Yeah, well, that's how I would The seagulls look. start eating the people, and then it just goes straight onto John H- Hitchcock's birds. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Make a note for uh, the 80s movie I'm never going to make. That's the ending, is like... They, like, blow up a shark for some reason <laughs> and then just get fucking picked at by seagulls and crows. Okay, and then cool. it just ends like that. And, like, it just, like, fades and then, like, the credits start and it's just their bones on the side of the road. It's like, <laughs> everywhere you look. <laughs> I don't know why it's a full house theme. But just it com- is. completely tonal shifts. <laughs> yeah, everyone's like, what, what the fuck? <laughs> Uh, but, but yeah, yeah, Jaws. It's Jaws. Yeah. yeah, final final thoughts. Let's do the final thoughts. What okay. do you think? Let's start with Robbie. So I see why this was a summer blockbuster. Once again, the only parts of this movie that I'd seen before this was, you know, the beginning with that girl that's, like, being dragged around in the water. And then, like, that iconic scene with where the air tank and, like, the shark blowing up yeah. at the end. Uh, I had seen those two parts of the movie, and that's about it. To, to go back to that beginning again real quick, what I thought was funny, it's just, like, a little weird thing. Um, the prop arm that they wanted to use for the beach thing of like showing that she's been super mauled to death, mm-hmm. uh, looked really fake and they didn't like it. So they just got one of the assistants and buried her in the sand and put her arm out. Like she had air and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, obviously. But like, but like, so they just like buried her in the sand and made her put her arm out cause it, they wanted a real arm. It's <laughs> fucked up. <laughs> I don't know. I have like a fear of being buried alive. So maybe that's <laughs> impacting yeah. it. But like, yeah, that would impact that a bit. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> And it's so silly considering they keep using fake arms for the rest of the movie. <laughs> so it's like, why bother at that point? The rest of them don't look good. That arm looks real good, though. <laughs> anyway, Robbie, continue. Sorry. Uh, I see why this is a blockbuster. I can see how like this would probably be like super um, impactful in the 70s and like why it became like the whole big blockbuster hit. Like I, I do get all of that. I think it's kind of seeing it in modern eyes, though. Like, just kind of, you can see some of the jank in it and some of the like kind of dumb moments in it but i can see like the iconic moments that everybody remembers but i think that's one thing that we're learning about older movies is that there are slow moments and some moments that do hurt the film for the sake of them just trying to pad it out for time but nobody remembers those parts they just remember like the big iconic scenes yeah of it and i think this is definitely another testament one of those things like it, it is very much an entertaining movie has some very entertaining scenes, but also has some scenes that do hurt it for the sake of, you know, pushing the plot forward and, like, trying to pad out for time when it comes, like, the third scene and even some parts in the second scene, if you ask me. Uh, but... Act, all, you mean? Or, yeah. yeah. Uh, the second scene in the movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Straight up the second scene where it's like, oh, yes, yeah, there's a dead, dead, dead girl on the beach. Let me get that. <laughs> let me, like, let come me on, ste- move it along. <laughs> like, move it along. Like, why do I need this scene where he's, like, stealing paintbrushes from the store? Just move along. <laughs> <laughs> but no, like, all in all, I would say this is an entertaining film. It is definitely still worth watching today, if you ask me. I think all in all, I give it like a 7 out of 10. It is very much still an entertaining movie, still very much a blockbuster movie. I can see how this basically made a lot of people's careers. Yeah, it absolutely did make a ton of people's careers, actually. Cool. E. Hello. You, what are you thinking, final thoughts? It's Jaws. 
Uh, <laughs> I will say, this is one of the movies I don't think got impacted just how much time I've seen it referenced and parodied, fortunately. I think it's still got a couple tricks up its sleeve. I think a lot of the parodies... It's, I think a lot of the parodies might be Jaws 2, it sounds like, <laughs> without maybe, realizing it. Maybe. Or like, I mean, like a mesh of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, that's the thing that happens a lot. But um, this this is for, very good. It's like shot very well. There's some like stank of the 70s still on it, but like... I can't blame this 70s movie from, for existing in the 70s. <laughs> Doesn't sound like they did any better when they went to different eras. No, no. Steven Spielberg had nothing to do with the rest of the movies, though. I, yeah, so that's fair. That was a- I mean, it's actually one of those things, like, it's kind of a miracle that there's not a whole bunch of 90s movies where everybody's wearing windbreakers. Because that was just a thing in the 90s. Yeah, it was. And the late 80s, too. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, very good movie. Uh, it's, not good. it's not, like, going to wow anyone. If they haven't seen it, I'm going to say. Because, okay. like, okay. it ultimately is a movie about a shark. Yes. Yeah. There's not a whole lot else you can really do with the concept. I will say at least it's, like, grounded. And there there is, like, a little bit of reality of just, like, oh, the reason why this is a problem is because now that it's, like, tasted human blood at this place that people keep going to, it's now territorial about this because it knows, hey, I can get food here. Yeah, they can make up whatever bullshit they want, yeah. yeah. Like, <laughs> it at least sounds grounded. Yeah. More, it, more so just, like, nah, it's just a natural-born killer. Yeah. It, craves human flesh i think you either gotta go like 10 or 112 percent with a concept like this and they did a very good 10 (laughs) yeah like this is completely what you would think with the shark movie and there's nothing wrong with that like sometimes if you just have an idea go for it just let it be what it is yeah i think if spielberg did not take this i feel like spielberg takes all of his stuff seriously to a degree but like absolutely i feel like if he did not want to take this seriously it would just not be very interesting of a movie like if it was too like insane of a shark like again like you said the jumping 20 feet in the air or like Mm -hmm. it fucking skips along the island (laughs) to the other (laughs) side of the ocean (laughs) with its mouth agape and like a bunch of children get eaten in the meantime like Uh it would be dumb it'd be too much yeah i i think this is a perfectly fine movie for what it is i i agree with robbie i would give it a seven yeah. Okay. Okay. Which, sadly enough, speaking of like some of the most popular shark movies, it's this and Sharknado. Yeah, but Sharknado's dumb. I know. Sharknado's well, purposely dumb. Yeah, yeah, it's purposely dumb. But it's like you said, it's either a ten or a thousand. Yeah. Yeah. Sharknado's a thousand. This is a ten. Um. As for me, I still really like Jaws quite a bit. I think out of the entire movie, the third act is my least favorite of it. Quite Fair. easily. Usually not what you want with your movies, but generally no. <laughs> um I think a lot of that just has to do with more modern sensibilities and stuff like that. Like I, I can see what Spielberg was going for with having it um be very, very big and bombastic and then drop down to something low because then when the exciting thing happens it's even more exciting. I can see what he's getting at there. I think for modern sensibilities, it doesn't really work as well. It's um, a lot easier to look at these things in hindsight though, too. Yeah. Um I think at the time it probably worked great because the third act is kind of the pace of most movies at the time. So the fact that that's what it was, was just kind of normal. And then it was like, Oh my God, shocking stuff. Um, whereas that's just not how movies are done anymore. <laughs> no, you can't have people getting bored. No, no. Cause if they're bored and they're not liking the movie, if they don't like the movie, they're going to give it a bad review. If they get a bad review, no one's going to watch it. Yeah. Oh no. They're going to write a, a scathing review on Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> where they're like, this is the stinky poo poo movie. <laughs> If we don't have that fresh tomato on our box, no one's going to buy it. Then we can't write certified tomatoes on our <laughs> on our movie trailer that hasn't come out yet. It's sad, but it's so true. <laughs> um, 
Goddamn you, internet. <laughs> yeah. Um, we're part of it, unfortunately. Yeah. Whatever. Um, <laughs> what was that? I was checking. I was checking if we are. He was checking for on the internet by looking at his wrist. <laughs> yeah, just stirred your wrist. Oh, okay, whatever. <laughs> it's a habit I have. You know I have this habit. Um, yeah, it's it's a very good movie. I think that it does the whole slasher thing very well. I think it actually, in a lot of ways, informed the '80s slashers in a weird way. I think I like I it more than that. those slashers. <laughs> I, I can kind of see what you mean by that, though, too. Yeah. Both with like, well, that and like, let's be honest, it has an iconic soundtrack too. It absolutely yeah. does. It's so simple, but so good. Yeah. Um, Which kind of the concept of this movie too is like, it's simple, but in its simplicity, it makes it scarier. Yeah, it does. I think actually. Uh, I really do like this movie. I don't think it's the best movie ever, but I think it deserves its place in history actually. And I think going back and watching it, you can go back and like see it and appreciate everything for what it's done and be like, no, actually all of this makes sense. I get it. Whereas with some old movies that we've watched that have been beloved through critics or people or whatever i think some of them just don't hold up as well anymore and i think jaws is one of the ones that surprisingly enough for being how old it is it holds up really well um i would give it an eight okay it's not the best movie ever it's not the worst movie ever but it's it has earned its place in history i think um cool that was jaws yeah that was jaws Ah. um (laughs) da 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 um cool well today that this day comes out is a thursday yesterday i will have played more of outer wilds hopefully i will have a better understanding of that uh as of this recording still feel fucking lost in that game i have no idea what i'm supposed to be doing or where i'm at um robbie will have played more undertale mm-hmm Get closer to that elusive ending. Yeah, so make sure to check out our streams on Wednesday. It's me and E. We trade off playing stuff there. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Saturdays, Robbie right now is playing Undertale, and I think we'll have a couple more streams of that at least. Yeah. Um, and then we have a couple of other things planned for Saturday streams. That I think it'll be really, really fun. We're um, going to play the entirety of Death Stranding blindfolded. Yeah. With <laughs> on a, a treadmill. Guitar here on a treadmill. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, I'm the one playing, and I don't like being on camera, so, so you, you don't, don't get, get to see, see it. it. You just have to trust us that that's what's happening. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll get a little toy treadmill and put the plushie on there. <laughs> you just get a hamster wheel and just like spin it around. <laughs> just have an entire camera that's just like dedicated to the hamster wheel, and some like a hand just spins. Yeah, it's just Robbie <laughs> constantly doing it. Like, can I stop yet? Can Jariah take a turn? He's like, no, no, you're doing great. Robbie. No, no, no. We have about three more hours left on the stream. Keep going. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, check out our streams Wednesday and Saturday nights. Uh, super fun. Um, e, Yo. if you want to get a hold of us, where can they do that? We got a link tree, L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E slash L-O-I-P, which gives you a link to our social medias, listen medias, and our watch medias, which is the Twitch aforementioned, mm-hmm. and the archive of the Twitch not aforementioned. Uh, yeah, on our YouTube, which you can follow link tree to find that. Yeah. Um, we are in the middle of swapping around our hosts for our, our major hosts for our podcasts. Yeah. So our RSS feed will have changed up quite a bit here. I think I fixed all the kinks on there. You will be seeing shorter episodes from us for the foreseeable future, at least. Yeah. There's a hard 15 minute limit, unfortunately. So this is going to be cut up into a lot of small pieces. (laughs) No, um, 
Our hard limit right now is 145, it looks like, so you're going to be seeing a lot of shorter episodes from us, which I think uh, it'll it'll be good. Could be bad. It'll make us have to work within a structure, you know? We'll see what happens. Um... (laughs) <laughs> what was that? Yeah, I don't know, you guys kept making high pitched noises. <laughs> I, I wanted to join. Um, so yeah, I think I worked out all the kinks by the time this comes out. There should, yeah, whatever you listen to us on should be completely fine. Yeah, uh, and our social media, we've got Twitter and Instagram. It gives you when we're going, when our episodes are dropping, and when we're going live on Twitch. Yeah, it's good stuff. Yeah. Uh, all right, Robbie. Yeah. Get us out of here. So. We all do know, on a serious note, that it is scary times out there, and it is time, you know, that we need to lean on each other for support. So, if you're out and about, make sure to be kind to one another, make sure to be safe while you're out there. And whether this is the very first time you've listened to us, or you've been there since the very beginning, thank you for listening. Thank you. Thank you so much, everybody. Be safe out there. Um, be as safe as possible doing dangerous stuff. Uh, that's, that's, that's my best advice. <laughs> um... All right. We'll talk to you guys again next week with um I'm going I'm going to announce it here. Christmas in July. Christmas oh in July. We're going to be doing that uh so uh you'll be you'll be back with another hosting thing. Yeah, it, that's the new record. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um and we're going to have uh, some Christmas movies and holiday movies in July because we don't get to do those cuz normally in December we're, we're getting all family stuff. <laughs> We're doing all of our like family stuff, and yeah. we've like spent three days in a hot room just discussing everything we've watched already, <laughs> and it's a whole thing. Um, so yeah, we're gonna we're gonna get in some holiday movies. Yeah, maybe we'll make it feel less hot in these rooms if we talk about Christmas. <laughs> yeah, if we just think of <laughs> snow, maybe it'll help. Uh, I'll hopefully, get a, I'll get like a snow machine in here that was just gonna like spin, <laughs> spin, yeah, spin freeze over, whatever. Yeah, they call yeah, it. yeah. We'll get Robbie's AC unit in here. <laughs> yeah, we'll get my AC unit in here. We can throw free on snowballs at each other. It'll be great. It'll be a good time. All right, everybody out there, um, be safe. Have a good one. We'll talk to you again next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.